Welcome to LCR. This is the political podcast spinoff from the RatPackPodcast.com. Uh, LCR standing for left, center, right, of course. Uh, I am represent the center. I'm Adam. Representing the left, we have Rex. Uh, my first name is actually Tyrannosaurus. I go oh. by Rex right? because I feel like it's more distinguished. It's my last name. Yeah, plus it's harder to yell out, Hey, yo, Tyrannosaurus, if you're trying to get your attention. Yeah. I know, it's like a mouth. I'm actually Tyrannosaurus Rex Jr., Oh, um, most people don't know that about me, but very Jesus good. always just say, "Hey, T Rex." Yeah. yeah, very good. All right, and uh, representing the right, we have Cowboy. Hey, how you guys doing? I just go by Cowboy. I'm very good. A fancy first name. You're a Cowboy, Cowboy. I guess. I guess you know if I have my last name is Up. All right, okay, Cowboy, cowboy Up. Yeah, yeah, I, like I thought it was Style. Uh, cowboy Style. No, no. Uh, Cowboy Up sounds a lot better. All right, I'm pretty anyway. sure that's something girls do. Yeah, no, it's it cow, it's Cowboy Up, Cowgirl Down. Ah, there you go. Okay, you go. very good. Gotta I want to one. impregnate you, Adam McCurry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, see, politically, the the biggest thing right now happening. Well, not the biggest thing, but it is. Can the- I interject? I have one more, like one more Tracy Morgan that okay. I came up with. I want to test it out on you here. All right, it's completely do. unrelated to anything political, but I came up with. That after listening to a segment on K Rock, and it's just like, because I have a different Tracy Morgan impression where it's like, I lost my mood ring. How am I supposed to know how I feel? Right. Right. <laughs> like, that's a Tracy Morgan thing to do. But I came up with another one. It was like, this weekend I named my penis. I'm calling it the truth because women can't handle it. What? <laughs> my other option was anal. What? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? That's a. Uh pretty good right like it's dead on <laughs> depiction of him it's pretty much exactly what he would say i'm, I'm gonna come up yeah. with more i'll test him out as we go very on. good all right <laughs> but yes uh oh, we'll segue back into this now but uh it's, it's a year anniversary since uh osama got taken out yay uh this was a pretty big deal at the time and i feel like th- there was talk about mm-hmm. a retaliation happening they the- caught him in pakistan angry masturbating <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in it. Uh, Help me, Adam McGeary. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> I love that guy. I love that he's, guy. He's Osama, guy. the best thing he did was die. Yeah. Love him to death. Uh, God, God Too bad he didn't it. die sooner. Yeah. Like uh, maybe Jesus. over 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 Now, there's some, uh, from the from the right side, they're trying not to give Obama too much credit for this, which is now a real big shock because they don't give him credit for much of anything. But there, uh, like Sarah Palin was even saying, like she was congratulating Bush for the uh, eventual death of Osama because it was his plans that got into action. Yes, yes. Bush was the one that dropped the ball that let him be such a bad guy in the first place. So obviously, uh, he created the monster. It's it's kind of like Batman with Joker. Like if Batman hadn't dropped Joker into the vat of chemicals, then he wouldn't have gotten the credit for killing Joker later on mm. when he dropped him from the hey, building. Wait, wait, wait. No, the ball was dropped back in the first black president's days uh, with Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Because um, he had many chances. Because he played the saxophone. Uh, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> he had many chances to stop him back during his uh, eight-year uh, period and uh, let him go many, many times. There, there's actually a great interview about uh, that specific topic with Bill Clinton, and he's t- he gets basically one of those kind of questions where he's just like, well, how do you feel about Osama bin Laden? Who I forget who's interviewing. It's just some guy. Who's, do it as Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Do, how do you feel, Bill Clinton, about when you drop the ball on Osama bin Laden? My God. You know, it, but... <laughs> it makes he, it better. It makes, it, it, better. I, it makes everything better. Right. I know. 
but um basically edit laughter uh, he he was getting interviewed by somebody they asked him one of these kind of like back in the question kind of questions where it's just like you know do you feel that your failure to catch osama bin laden makes you a worse president or like you know something like one of those questions that assumes what it sets out to prove right and um he just like shuts down the interview like the flow of the oh, inter- right? interview well he doesn't walk off but okay. he just like fucks the flow of the interview like the interview is done w- as far as the guy being in control that's interviewing him at that point he's okay. just like no let's really address this no i will we were gonna address it no we're not we're really not right now wow. Let, let's look back on history and he totally just like shuts this dude down he's just like look i wanted to pay more attention to that the secretary of state at the time would not let me congress gutted my funding for any kind of military op- operation i wanted to go in there i sent in missile strikes to angola which was uh al-qaeda operations when they bombed our embassies and people accused him of trying to distract the public from the uh from the Monica Lewinsky thing when he did that and when in reality it was actually a legitimate threat and he ordered those missile strikes for a reason and he wanted to follow it up with even more missile strikes with even more military actions but Congress that was controlled by Republicans wouldn't give him the funding at the time. So he he basically like we'll we'll post it somewhere but he okay. totally shuts down the interview because of that. And I and it was uh, I, I forget if it was towards the end of the Bush administration or the beginning of the Obama administration when I went back and I looked at it and that and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I forgot how fucking just amazing Bill Clinton was because of how well-spoken he was. And, and, and I think that's something to say because even though Obama gets a lot of credit for being a good speaker, fucking Bill Clinton blows him out of the water. Oh, I, would, like, I, would, give you, I would give you Christ. that because he didn't use a teleprompter. No, <laughs> Obama's a yeah. great speaker when the teleprompter's in front of him, but he's uh, Antonio Villarigosa without it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, See, that's one um, thing I, I do um, enjoy about um, yeah, um, um, uh, yeah, um, the, one, the one thing I enjoy about Obama, I think, the most is his ability to speak. And when he does speak, whether it's teleprompter or not, his, his ability to communicate he's, a message he, with very calm, he's like rational. It just seems like everything is thought out. So well, and probably because it is written down months ahead of time or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But absolutely. still, it's just well, it's, it's a, way it's a to monologue. Communicate. Yeah, but, but I mean, I feel like that has to go back to all, all kinds of presidents. Everybody has speech writers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but nobody can communicate the message as well as I think he can. But there's but, a, yeah, it, I, I, he's a good actor. I think it goes across the board, though, with any politician out there. Most politicians, you catch them off guard right. uh, without a teleprompter and you ask them questions that they're not rehearsed for, they're going to fumble. Yeah. I, I but Bushisms is is just a whole another class of fumbling there with the I'd like to thank the Austrians for their help. Yeah, but you know, nuclear versus war. Australians. Nu- nuclear war. Nu- nuclear. Nuclear. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't fool me once or twice. Yeah. Or, fool me once. Oh no. Shame on you. Fool me. Well, there's no fooling me. You can't again. fool me again. Yeah, yeah. Something, something crazy like that. Yeah, it, it was entertaining, but I like I don't think Obama said anything that was like a gaffe at this point yet. Probably because everything is so rehearsed. But does anything come to mind where he said something that was kind of like ooh ooh gotcha? I don't know, but one thing that's that, that's that's become apparent lately, and it, it's kind of funny because you know you have the ability to choose what goes in your autobiography and not. Why would you put in there that you ate dog? That's see no that that's something that I he put a lot of stuff in there he tried cocaine he smoked weed yeah like he was very forward with the it. the fact that that has come out and uh, with uh, the, the Mitt Romney thing recently where I guess he got nailed for putting a dog on the roof of his car and the retort to that was well Obama ate dogs 
And it, it, during the correspondence dinner, he made, uh, Obama made a joke about dogs where he was uh, towards Sarah Palin. Where like uh, he said, "What's the difference between a uh, pit bull and a hockey mom?" Pit bulls are uh, appetizing. Yeah, pit bulls are delicious. Yeah, pit bulls are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, a decent line, but. Uh, why does that become something that is in politics? He ate dogs. Back yeah, in the day. you know what? To be I honest could... with you, a lot of the shit that's in politics right now, I think, no, is ridiculous. I saw a, a great meme recently with with Romney, and he's he's making his frowny face, and he goes, "Why don't poor people just buy more money?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I saw that poster too. <laughs> so horrible. But I couldn't help but la- like I was on break at work and I'm just like looking at my computer and laughing like a schizophrenic, and then my coworker looks over like, "What the fuck's wrong with you now, right. Rex?" And I'm like, "Look," and she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, "Like a fucking hamster on nitrous." Uh, I just think uh, the whole politics when you get into uh, personally damning people for 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 certain personal things, like you know, hey, if you had to eat a dog one time, you had to eat a dog. You know, I don't, I don't look at that as, you know, bad. I think it, it makes it more be. human. I had I, gator I mean, I, recently. I, I, you had gator? I had gator. Yeah. What is it? What, what was going on today? Some, in, um, uh, some comedian was doing the uh, whole dinner thing that they had that they did last year at the, the correspondence dinner. The correspondence yeah. Oh, dinner. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy oh Kimmel. my gosh. He, he, he said, uh, the, they should have had Tracy Morgan. <laughs> no, Jimmy Kimmel did an awesome job. Listen he to it. One of the things he said, job. he's like, Obama's two favorite cuts of steak is, uh, ribeye and, um, oh, what was the other one? Ribeye and seeing eye. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just, you know, but he was cutting everybody. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Jimmy Kimmel, look it up. He's he did a, good a guy. fantastic He's job. He should do it every year at this correspondence dinner. One of the, every year was one of the lines he did was like, uh, you, you got to commend Obama for being – uh, a president that he's making the best out of a worst case scenario. I mean, and, and there's, there's one term for, uh, a president like this. Not two terms. There's, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. He, he, he did a, he did a fantastic job. I, I, I wish I, could, I'm going to go back and listen but to that this, again. This, this brings to mind the correspondence dinner happens y- yearly. Yes. Yes. And it's around the same time, correct? Uh-huh. Last time there was a correspondence dinner during the presidential election, I remember Obama and McCain both were up there speaking. Uh, I don't remember that. Because, yeah, McCain had, a, line, had yeah. A, a little bit that he did. Obama had a bit that he did. But at this point right now, the Republican race has become so crazy that there's no front runner. Oh, there's a front runner. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to be Romney. It's going to be Romney. But he's not there. He's not, he wasn't at the correspondence dinner giving uh, a pre-written speech by a couple of uh, comedians. Well, Newt is, a, Newt is an angry dad right now. I don't, I don't really think he's... He's like, no, you can, you can, you can have the spotlight when I sit down. Yeah, you know? no, I'm yeah. talking right now. In fact, he's uh, is he sitting down tomorrow? He, he's he's scheduled so. to suspend. I guess, well, he's, right now he's in suspension. Yeah, he's scheduled to officially withdraw from the race uh, Wednesday, I believe. So, what do you think he's going to do with the rest of like millions and billions of dollars that he has to run a campaign? But even though he's no, quitting- no, no, he's in debt. That's why they suspend before they actually withdraw everything. Oh, I thought because it gives them time to tie everything up and pay off the debt and everything else. Oh, okay, because that's why it's, it's suspense. Because then they can get funding from here, there, and everything else to pay everything else off. Because uh, because um, that's why that's why Santorum uh, uh, Santorum suspended. You know, theoretically, he was out of the race, but he suspended it because he had. If you out of the race right away, you're stuck with all that debt. So it's kind of uh, like a, a gray area. They suspend it. So they're not technically out of the race. They're still in the race, 
but they're just not going to all these forums and stuff like that. So they're just basically paying. So off at that the point, debt. they're accepting donations to cover the debt. Exactly. If they're in suspension, they can still accept donations. I see. What, well, what what I had heard was that uh, that Newt Gingrich had so much, like so many wealthy backers. Uh, which is the reason why he stood in the race for so goddamn long. He because did for he, a while. Too long. He was, yeah, yeah. way too long, basically, because Romney's been a front runner, like, since, since, since day one, as far as I'm Since, like, Ohio. <laughs> like, just, yeah, he, yeah since the first, or it's, it's after the third caucus, like, it was fairly clear, like, Romney was pulling into the lead. And, uh, you had a number of different Republican candidates that just were holding on tooth and nail. Like, what, yeah, what the fuck? A with lot you? of it has to do with this bullshit polling that happens. I mean, because if you look at the the Republican uh, primary since the beginning, you know, you had one point, you had uh, um, uh, Romney up top, and then Newt Gingrich is up on top. When you look at the polls, and then um, uh, Santorum and, and uh, all the everybody has had their spotlight where they were up in the yeah, polls, yeah, and they were leading before all the elections. And stuff happened. Santorum uh, was big in the South. Uh, look surprise. at that crackhead uh, crazy uh, relative of mine down from Texas. Um, Rick Perry. Uh, yeah, Rick Perry. Yeah. You know? he, he, he was, uh, uh, from uh, from what I heard, he was... Right when he got in, from the moment he, he said he was going to run, boom, he went yeah, he skyrocketed. Was he was huge. At the beginning, they thought he was going to go all the way. Then well, you heard he, that guy talk. Then he forgot what the hell he was talking about. What? Yeah. I, got, I'm gonna, I got three governments that... Uh, he's, three... he's not in the race anymore? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, who am I going to vote for now? <laughs> oh, my gosh! Yeah, I, see, the, the thing. This, this is my opinion. You guys tell me what you guys think about it. He's very charismatic. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's he's fine. He was charismatic, but he he just he, he fucked up in the debate. Well, he's he's, he's a smart guy. He's a really smart yeah. guy. Well, okay. l- listening to Romney talk is like watching paint dry. He's just fucking boring as shit. He he is, but uh, well, I'll, I'll get to Romney in a second. But what, what I want to talk about uh, that I was getting to is that. My opinion about the Republican race and why it's gone on so long is because it's right now it's not about uh, becoming president. Right now, everybody's focused on making a shit, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's when, making a statement. Everyone's trying yeah. to make a statement. It's like when you're having sex and you just drank too much alcohol and you can stay hard, but you just can't get off. And you're just like, God damn it, won't this be over? Like, <laughs> fuck, this is lasting forever and my ass is cramping up and I'm just going to have to hit it at this angle for a while. And you know, the girl's just like tired. Like, first she starts off in doggy where she's just like posted out, like in push up position in doggy. But then after a while, like her shoulders give out and she's just like face planting into a pillow towards the end there. And she's like, why won't this be? Be over. Not exactly where I was going. That's exactly I, what's going on, Adam McCurry. I appreciate the artistic uh, rendering that you've created for me. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm a poet. Yes, you are. You're, you're an artist. I picture the analogy yeah. right. of Romney. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, no. No, but I'm, everyone's trying to make a political statement at this point, I think, where, like, Santorum, I don't think, ever had a chance, but he's, he's making a statement for the super conservatives. And uh, Ron Paul's never going to have a chance, but he's making a statement for the, the libertarians, the, 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 the youngsters. They're making statements instead of actually putting a platform that can win. They, yeah. they, they want to give out this message instead of win the presidency. And that's more important to them. That's why they stay so long because they're trying to make this statement. But ultimately, it's hurting the Republican Party because nobody's coming up to actually – face Obama now. I, I actually had, uh, and I think I talked to you about this at one point, I actually had uh, a, a point where it's, you know, I, I, I couldn't make up my mind 
uh, on uh, one of the Republicans because how far right to go? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I know how far right I am and, okay. and, and everything. But uh, the problem is, is I, I'm looking at more of the standpoint is uh, I, I like Romney, right? I liked Rick Santorum for different reasons. Okay. okay. So picking one or the other, which is I'm glad that I, you know, I'm sort of, well, no, I'm in this liber- liberal uh, state of California that my vote doesn't matter one way or another because <laughs> it okay. doesn't matter. It's right. going to go Democratic every year. So, okay, every... sway some hearts and minds. No, we get, you like, know, I 900 mean, downloads on our last political podcast. Well, I'm sure yeah. they're out of state. Th- right? This was, this is what <laughs> I, I talked to, talked to Adam about before. Rick Santorum, I liked because he didn't waffle. He stood for something and he stuck with it. He wasn't one of these flip floppers where he's going to uh, go to this state and oh, what what is this state like? Okay, I'm going to talk to them about this, but then I'm going to go to another state and talk to them about uh, opposite of that. Right. Well, I, you know? I understand. I, I like that. I you... I like a representative that sticks to his guns and believes in what he believes in. Because I'll tell you what, no matter which president, Republican, Democrat, liberal, whatever you whatever you are, you can talk a talk. But once you sit behind that desk, and Obama said this himself, right. you don't know what you got yourself into. You don't know what you can do. You can say whatever the hell you want. I'm going to do this. I'm going to open up the borders. I'll tell you what, you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. That's true. I, I agree with that to There's a certain extent, but sticking to your guns uh, is is like a, a euphemism for like being really proud about being wrong when it comes to that point. I think it's it's... He's just that is a perception. He's, he's yeah. That's it why is. we have it is. We have it's, a, it's relative. Two party. Uh, it, it's relative, but I mean, you you basically that kind of thinking and and that uh, like unshakable and unwillingness to compromise is something that we've kind of glorified in politics. Where I feel like it's a huge problem in politics. Politics should be about compromising and finding a mutual ground that's better for everybody. Where yes. where this kind of like sticking to your guns mentality is is really what's hurting it. Absolutely. hurting that, the people that goes both ways both sides of the aisles i i, I dig yeah. on that yeah and that's completely true but the, the problem is, i feel is, like a lot of times the the people that are are just digging their heels in the party of quote unquote no is has been the gop consistently over the entire course of obama's term and and he's painted them that way and it's completely accurate it was digging your heels in and saying no 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 and sticking to your beliefs is it denies the progression that the people need to to receive any kind of funding for any number of different things for government to operate period there needs to be movement and there's been a very little movement from the right because of this whole like i'm going to stick to my guns cuz my i'm i'm very i have very firm beliefs about how I am, period. And whether or not it's right or wrong, that's relative, but it's just an unwillingness to compromise. You know, and I was thinking about this uh, the other day that uh, because I feel like it's very evident right now that the the Congress is holding Obama back from a lot of things. But if you go back, is that is that true for every president? Like, Because well, I, I remember that when, uh, when Bush was in office, uh, a bunch of my friends were real excited because eventually we got a filibuster-proof Congress where it was pretty much Democratic-leaning and they could stop anything the Republicans wanted to do. And I remember everyone was very excited about that because now they took some power away from Bush. Well, they they took some power away from him, but it wasn't to the extent where they were going to shut down the government because they had a filibuster-proof Congress. Now, 
I, I don't see that being the same way now that like you have Republicans in positions where they can stop legislation. And I think that that's the big problem. When you had a Democratic controlled Congress and a Republican president, they were still willing to compromise. Hey, yeah, let's keep things moving forward. Let's pass some legislation that means something. Whereas if you look at the other direction, Bill Clinton gets a lot of shit for doing absolutely nothing during his presidency. And I don't think that was really his fault. I think it was because he had a lot of initiatives that he wanted to move forward on, but the Congress just wouldn't let him. You had a Republican-controlled Congress, and they wouldn't let him do almost anything at all. And then you, you have mudslinging from the GOP side going, well, you didn't do anything. Well, you didn't fucking let him do anything. You didn't even let him do a tiny bit of anything he wanted to do, even if he was willing to give you some of the things that you wanted to do at the same time. They just dug their heels and didn't let anything happen. Let me play devil's advocate here. You, you think if 9-11 didn't happen, Bush wouldn't have been... Do you think Bush would have been able to do a lot of the stuff that he was able to do when he was president if that didn't happen? Or do you think that uh, the Democrats would have dug their heels in just as much as Republicans dug their heels in during Bill Clinton? I think... What happened was in 9-11, after the first, almost the first year uh, of Bush's first term, uh, that rallied the whole United States. You know, we got to back you're, it up. You're right. And we absolutely have to back it up. We need to approve this. We need to go after this. You're you right. Know. And it was a mistake. Not, not it all a mistake. of it. Not it was a mistake to back Bush. It was a mistake to back Bush to go into Iraq. Well, I, I'll, I'll agree okay. with you. I'll, I'll agree with you on <laughs> That's that. That's a huge I think, mistake. But That's like $3 trillion the, worth of debt. Three trillion dollars worth of debt to get Osama bin Laden and and all this other stuff to start the whole ball rolling and everything. We didn't get look Osama at, bin Laden look at, in Iraq. Look at, look at, oh, look Al Qaeda wasn't in Iraq. Look at look at the amount that we went into Iraq for WMDs. WMDs and we got. Uh, Did we get any what WMDs? Was that? What was that guy? No. What was that guy? Were there any WMDs? Saddam. Saddam Hussein. We we've got. To, no, you know, we 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 were okay. Saddam was our boy in the eighties. So you're so you're. We telling gave him me, the green flag to invade Kuwait during the eighties. So you're telling me that uh, Iraq doesn't have uh, any say on any terrorists or anything that's going on? Because I'll tell you what, I've got a friend, an Arabic friend who's from Iraq, and he knows damn well that you know that it's not very good there. Maybe now. Maybe now because Al-Qaeda went to Iraq to fight U.S. troops after that. They're all in the Middle East. You can't pinpoint them. They're not all just in Pakistan, as uh, Obama says, Pakistan. They're not all in <laughs> Afghanistan. They're, they're all over the Middle East. They're all over the place. So They're all the, over the place fighting holy wars. They're Mujahideen. That, that's what they are. It's called exactly holy warriors. So. Now, it, we, we created that enemy, and we could have fought them other places. We could have fought them in uh, Afghanistan where they held control. They, they they were there. If, if we were going to invade anywhere, we should have invaded Afghanistan as opposed to Iraq. Backing Bush as a to play into Iraq was a huge, huge fucking mistake. And, and that's not a, a Democratic mistake. That's not a Republican mistake. That's an everybody mistake. That's a rally behind the flag mistake. And everybody was so pissed off about what had happened. And we're just like, yeah, let's just let's just fucking just beat and so, the shit so, out of so, anybody that's so looked at us cross. Here's, here's a funny thing. Okay. So let, let me ask you this. George Bush is going off of what his intel is telling him, and he, re, he acted. He acted on what the intel was telling him. 
Obama acted no. on Obama acted on what the intel was telling him about Osama bin Laden. Everything worked out in his favor. No, actually, so you're George t- are, are, Bush are, are, didn't listen to the CIA. In fact, he cut all the funding to the CIA, created his own intelligence agency, and then had them give him the information that he wanted to. He also leaked that information to the French and then had them leak that information back to the CIA so that he got it confirmed by three different sources, but it all had the same source. It was the same intelligence agency that he created himself so obama created 9-11 to do all this right <laughs> is that what you're saying no no it's this obama's is, fault this is factual bro it's, it's, this is I'm factual. Sorry, this is Bush's on fault Bush, this is Bush on created paper. 9-11 no 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 so this is on paper yeah i can write something on paper right now and tell you you know is, well no let i mean me, let me pose a question the, pose the a fact question. that the bush presidency created his own intelligence agency okay to, and if that worked out the and there was wmds in iraq everything would be totally different just the same thing as if obama when he went and got osama bin laden thank god that worked out i i, I love the fact that we got osama bin laden but tell me have would things be a total totally different if some of SEAL Team 6 would have gotten captured in that or killed and stuff. It would have been a totally different reaction. Well, what I'm trying to just say... Just the same as... Yeah, you know, but let's, okay, let's, but let's when just you're history by what actually happened instead of what could have happened. Okay. What actually happened is somebody made a mistake. Yeah. See, no, I, I get that and, to a point. And a president has got to make a decision based on what's in front of him. Sometimes you've got to make a decision like that. Yeah, like so Obama, Obama's sitting there at the, the dinner last year... He had to make a decision right then and there. Right. Are, are, yeah, but you're going to judge him on his intention or are you going to judge him on the result? Everything gets judged on results. Yeah, see, and, and that's, that's a weird thing. That's, that's, that's thing. what I'm trying if, to say. If, if we rated... Oh, that's a good thing. If, if we rated the, uh, the, the, the place where Osama was and yeah. he happened to be out at the market that, at that exact moment uh-huh. and we and, didn't get him and nothing happened, then yeah. it would be a huge disaster. No, it wouldn't. You know why? Because I was going to name my penis Seal Team 6 because they get in and get out and nobody knows that they were there. (laughs) That's why. I love this guy. You're crazy, Adam McGeary. I don't know why. (laughs) See, but (laughs) and I I get the whole thing. Oh God! Hold on, Usa. <laughs> Let me get back. Uh, I get. You know how hard it is to do that impression without laughing while I do it. I. I <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I, I get the whole thing. You can't judge history based on what the intentions were, based on what happened. But if, for whatever reason, we did go to Iraq and we did find Osama there, yeah, then everything would be mute. This is, the whole thing is mute. Yeah, yeah. And then vice versa. If we got to, we went to Pakistan, we, and Osama was not there. Yeah. Then, then he's an asshole too. Then exactly. everybody's an asshole. Yeah. So it's based on the intelligence you have, and you're saying it's, it's fabricated, which I, I don't know if that's true or not. You're saying it's factual. I, I have no idea. Never, this is my first time hearing it. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, uh, it's just it's it, intentions do have to account for something because based on the intelligence that you do have, no, you that, make the that's choice. a stupid ass religious belief. What? That's what? a stupid religious. Belief. Based on the facts, you make a decision. That's what the president is supposed to do. If the if the information yeah, is faulty, you, yeah, but you do you judge people on the their uh, their intention, or you judge them on the result? Yeah, well, it's, in, in politics, for sure, it's result. In religion, yeah. yes, it is intention. I, I get what you're saying now. Yes, yeah, but 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 I just it's it, it's it's a what is it? The best way to uh, decide whether a president is effectual is if he is effectual. Is pretty much oh, how, how it goes. Oh my god! Yeah, and, and Bush was wrong. He he, he fucked up, but. Uh, I don't know. Well, I just, it's, I just, just, it's just the same thing as he's talking about Bill Clinton. You know, he he did nothing. 
but he wasn't able to do anything is what he's saying. So we're judging him on okay. his so, results of so doing in, nothing. In, in yeah. that case, his intentions were to do something, but he couldn't do anything. So yeah, the but, results are he's an asshole. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But doing nothing is way better than doing a bunch of wrong things <laughs> in this case. I, I agree. That's why Obama needs to go. Oh, oh, what has he done that's so wrong? Why we're preventing him from doing everything that's wrong? <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, good then, night. If we're grading. That's a, that's if, a good point well, then if we're judging him based on his result, then like, he hasn't really done anything wrong. If you're preventing him from well, doing it, okay. Well, that's what's just, wrong with you guys? You're judging on results. Well, let, let me pose a question. Keeping, saying, we're I'm keeping saying. it. We're keeping him in Was good ending, graces. Hold by on. Not hold on here. Do it. Was ending don't ask, don't tell so bad? Don't ask, don't tell. He I really that. don't care about that. That's a social issue. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big, I, I'm not right wing as far as social issues. Yeah. You can go get an abortion. You can go be gay. You can do whatever you want. In fact, gay marriage. I heard it said. Uh, you know, uh, the, it's, it's the up correspondence dinner. The correspondence dinner tonight. Uh, who was it again? That was Jimmy the, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. He's like, you know what? I, I don't have any problem with gay marriage. In fact, you know, marriage is all gay. You know, because whenever you get married, you are saying, I am going to only have, sex I'm not going to have myself. sex with any other woman ever in my life. And no. that's gay. <laughs> that's exactly how he put it. So you know, to me, I don't Pretty care, good. you know, whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, transgender, you know, Chaz Bono. I don't care. <laughs> Chaz Bono don't know what he is yet. Right. But um, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Annoying. What matters to me is right. what affects me personally. Okay, now, in my life. There's a question I wanted to pose earlier. Uh, the Iraq War, we we went there under false pretenses or, or whatever. Yeah. But would you think that we would have as much intel now and got as much accomplished now had we not gone in the first place? Because we, we went there. Thank goodness for waterboarding and Club <laughs> Gitmo, as Rush Limbaugh would say, because we wouldn't have the intel. That we have on a lot of these terrorists so, no, and where Osama bin Laden. If, if you think about it in the way that, like, and I'm but, so glad he wasn't able to but close what was it. Your, what was your question? The, the, the result now we got Osama. Okay. Now that can go back ten years as far years, as we want. As far as we exactly. want to go back yeah. now, until he was working for the CIA, in right? Afghanistan, so if we never went into Iraq, do you think we'd be where we are now with Osama being dead? Yeah. You think we would? We'd, See, I'm, I'm not sure because I, I don't think we would. We'd, we'd be better if we never got into this fight in the beginning. Just like a, a, an ad that just aired. We were know. already in this fight the moment that the planes ran into the towers. Exactly. I so know, you know whether the that, fight started in Iraq or Saudi Arabia or or, or uh, Afghanistan. No, we'll, we'll or never go into Pakistan. Saudi Arabia. Oh, exactly. Never. I'm just you know or Pakistan, Middle East. They helped know. us in Afghanistan. I mean Iran. You know wherever. You know. I mean if. No, they're too crazy. They they're really good at fighting. We'll never go in Iran. Yeah, see, but the, the question I'm I'm posing here is is kind of like that's a, why we let the Israel take care. It's of it, it's, right? it's a butterfly effect scenario. F- Iran would fuck up Israel. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's a, bu- a butterfly effect scenario where you go back and you change this one thing, and it changes the, the course of history from that point on. If we never went into Iraq in the first place, would all the things that happened from we, then on? Get us to where Osama is. I don't think now. we would have gotten the intel that we have to do all this stuff. Just like he said, we wouldn't go into Iran because it would be a tougher fight. Okay. We well, we could have, and and I and this is why I think it was so stupid for Bush to go into Iran was because we were putting on we were putting so many sanctions on Iran. I mean, on Iraq, uh, and um, with Iraq, basically. Osama, I mean, not Osama, but Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. was dealing with almost public upheaval from his own party at that point because he was so unpopular because we had so many economic sanctions, trade sanctions, and any kind of sanction we could have had on him, we had it on him. And 
basically the people there were really, really not very well off because of those sanctions. And he was extremely unpopular because he wasn't doing what we thought we wanted him to do, which was basically stop all these weapons plants that he didn't have. Okay. Okay. Now, if that had kept on going on, then he wouldn't have had to deal with the U.S. What he would have had to deal with was the military killing him and then them forming a new government, and which is most likely way friendly to us. And if there's one thing that... I hate to say it, if there's one thing that Arabs know how to do is govern their own people, okay? They really do. They, we don't because we have too many concerns about like stuff like crazy stuff like human rights yeah, and, and stuff like that, that okay? They, they don't fuck around, all right? And, and the Arabs know that when they're being ruled by their own people that they don't fuck around. You could see that in Syria right now where they're just like gunning down people. Well, not only that, but the in the Middle Eastern countries, you have tribes, I mean, yeah, you got a king. You got Morocco has got a king, but you got, you know, the same thing with, you know, all those other, you got tribes, you know, so you can get a tribe that's going to it's like, overthrow it's, the government. They're called Boudin. Yeah, that culture. Too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it, it's a different culture. It's a different society. It's a different way of life. Uh, I don't feel that, you know, we should interfere with other people's way of lives and stuff. But the same, same retrospect, you say, oh, we didn't find any of this stuff in Iraq. That doesn't mean they weren't planning on doing it or they weren't trying to get the, the, the products in place to, to enrich uranium and do all this other stuff, which Iran is doing right now, mm-hmm. you know, but we're not going in there and doing anything about it, obviously. I mean, I think that's, I think, I think the, the whole fact of going into Iraq, uh, whether you think we got in there for oil or something like that or whatever, I think it gave us the intel to get where we're at today. That was and I think it was an idea. easier way to get into the Middle East and instead of just go ahead and right off the bat going into Pakistan and Afghanistan, you know, which probably had a better set military. You got more open land in Iraq. You get Iraq, you're closer in there. Now, I mean, we, we actually know that uh, Osama bin Laden was in Afghanistan when we went there. Uh, we actually we had a coalition. Good at hide and seek. I'll we we had a coalition force with the Pakistani government at the time, and we had a coalition force with Pakistani, and they were harboring him. Yes, yes, uh, that, that's what I was going to say. That's exactly so, what happened when we first went in. We were chasing him down, and we were like an inch away from from capturing him. But um, the forces that we had employed on uh, with Pakistan, the coalition forces. We had almost cornered him with our own forces, and those forces were there, and they had an opportunity to capture him. But instead of capturing him, the word came down for the government, which is extremely pro-Islamic. Right. And they took him in, and they harbored him instead, and they they ended up hiding him. Um, this this happened when like within the first almost year first first year or two years that we were in Afghanistan we knew that it, up up until that point we we knew that he was all uh, in uh, collaboration with the Pakistani government until since way 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 back when so this isn't really like news but the, my point was is that I mean we invaded Afghanistan not very long after we invaded Iraq. But that's where we were supposed to be. And and it was so much the place that we were supposed to be that shortly after we invaded, we were on, on we were almost we were that close away from capturing the guy we were after. Right. 
as it's opposed not just to one guy we're after. Okay, Osama okay, then the yeah. network, the there, network there, that we're after. Network of Taliban, you know, the the, the Muslim Brotherhood, all, all that stuff. You know, I mean, Muslim it, Brotherhoods in Egypt. Well, okay, the Taliban's in Afghanistan. Well, Al Qaeda is a Sunni group that doesn't even fuck around in 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 Iraq because there's too many fucking Shiite there. T- terrorist organizations. I'll just blanket it out there. All okay, right. terrorist <laughs> organizations. Uh, what that's, I, that's the problem though it's it, because for you it's very general for them it's very specific okay they, they that's that's them they it's like different gangs in prison it's it's like saying oh well you know there's just gangs in prison and they're all violent and they're, they're all, all gang members us. they're no, all gang bangers. they're all gang it's, it's, that's the problem with this if gangs in prison you go and, if you get locked up right now and you come in prison with that mentality you're going to get shanked in a week and and that's the reason I behind that is because they're <laughs> very, they're very I'm not going to molest my daughter my daughter I'm not going to They're very know, proud about who they are and they think that they are very individual cultures and they're they have a, a cultural identity and they have a group identity and to simply blanket them all with the same term well muslim brotherhood mujahideen al-qaeda you go you go into jail you have to team up with one or the other or else you're gonna yeah but you also have to admit that they all have a common goal in mind they they want to cause harm so yes there are different there are different sectors and different sections of different types of people but they all do want to cause harm. No well, that's not necessarily. When you, when you get not put into jail for 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 raping a kid or something oh. like that. That's why they go up to Corcoran State Prison and they're put in solitude. It's not for uh it's for their protection. It's it's, it's because but uh, we have a skewed view here. You you have to remember we have an American view on things that we we were like oh they're causing harm. Well look at look at the American Revolution. The Americans were terrorists to the fucking English, okay? We have a skewed view. Yeah. Look at it from their perspective for a fraction of a second. Uh, you take for instance Hezbollah that is in Lebanon, okay? Hezbollah which is considered a a terrorist organization to 15 uh, countries in the the globe period right they right. have a very militant faction they have their roots in iranian royal guard that went over there to protect shia when the fucking israelis came in all right so as far as our perspective as far as who's ever traditionally been on our side in the area they're very not on that side they're on the complete other side but right now in lebanon they're part of the government they have veto power over anything that goes through the Lebanese government, and they're completely legitimate now. And the country, ever since they got that veto power, has had peace. Hmm. Okay, you're going you're gonna to ask me that if you go into Lebanon and you ask them whether or not that was a good or a bad thing since they have had peace for the last couple of years, because it used to be a, a state that's torn by civil, civil war and strife, they're going to think it's a great idea, I think. I mean, you're going to get a couple diehard people on both sides that that are like, no, I hate them to death, no matter what. But yeah, it's a well, overall, it's good. You have peace, okay? See, and, the, and that's the, a the terrorist thing, group, according to us. Yeah. Well, this another thing that goes back to kind of what you're saying earlier that uh, that the Arab countries are good at governing themselves, uh, and that's and uh, we have a skewed view governing themselves based on our view or based on their view. They may have control over their people, but at the same time, they have these crazy rules that are just insane to us. Dude, Le- Lebanon used to be like the liberal capital of the Middle East. They used to say it was like France, dude. Like that's the way it is there. They have they have a ton of culture, a ton of art and and it was, and it all fell apart when fucking Christian and Israel uh, and, and Muslim factions that used to hold equal power in the government just like the negotiations between them fucking broke down over census figures for representation like it's I wrote a paper on it okay so so I know a ridiculous amount that I should never know about <laughs> Lebanon but 
it used to be a great place. And, and we think of the Middle East as this kind of like a really oppressive place where people get stoned and hanged all the time. But Lebanon used to be fucking amazing. I mean, Lebanon's one of those things where it's just like, God damn, I, I wish it hadn't happened because I'd have a place to visit in the Middle East without having to fear getting shot or killed or kidnapped. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, let's move on a little bit. Uh, now, there is a uh, an ad right now that's out that is a uh, – it's Obama ad against Romney, which is kind of about this issue about Osama bin Laden, where the ad pretty much it, – it has a quote from Romney, and I, I forget the exact words, but Romney's pretty much saying in the quote that he thinks it's it's a bad idea to invest so much money and effort into the capture of one person. Uh-huh. Which in this case was Osama bin Laden. We, now, we, we did we, – we got him. We spent a whole bunch of money doing all these things. Yeah. But – the the way Obama's ad is trying to portray it is Romney was against ca- capturing Osama. It's political. Yeah. It was taken out of context. I'm sure it they, was. They, they just just took us because what he's trying to say is it's 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 not wrong to spend the amount of money to get uh, a terrorist, but just one. When Osama is not the only one, that's what I was trying to say. Osama's not the only one we're trying to get. I mean, we we've gotten. Hundreds of number twos over the years that would have been number ones had we gotten right. the number ones. There, there was that know? whole uh, playing deck card where they had the all the it, top exactly, people we had to get. Exactly. So now that Osama bin Laden's gone, who's number one now? Now we're going after that. But you know, it's it's like okay, we had many opportunities that we tried to get Osama bin Laden, and we were just a, a day late or a dollar short, you know. Mm-hmm. Or Intel got to him, and he hightailed it out of there before our guys got in there. I'm absolutely happy SEAL Team 6 got in there, boom, took care of him, done, you know. Um, but what I don't understand or not, I, I understand it, what, what, what pisses me off, and it goes both sides, is the, the way that people take things out of context and use it for their advantage in ads and slandering and stuff like that. And, and when it's brought up, you know, hey, that, that was taken out of context, both sides do it. Well, that's what you said. Yeah. Uh, I just I just pointed out the little snippet that you said that. You know, it goes same thing about the whole dog things. I'm sure there's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> if you read the book and the autobiography, you know, why I had to eat a dog or something like that. He could have been in a country where that is a delicacy. Right. You know, and he was and, in Singapore. And he's, when in Rome, do as the Rome's, you know, and he didn't want to uh, offend anybody and say, oh, I don't eat dog, you know. Right. Well, you know, it's it's the same thing. I, that's why I said I don't hold anything against him for eating a dog. When you're in Rome, do it like Fonzie. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know. I mean, it, that that's the whole thing. Taking a, taking a quote out of context, and it goes both sides of the aisles. You know, both political parties they 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 use everything to their advantage. Right. Th- that's where I'm a little bit more okay. Look at policies and what I've seen and what I believe and what I like and, and everything. And that's, that's exactly what I see. And right now you've got what the House of Representatives is, uh, is, uh, GOP, right? Pretty much. And then you got the Senate is Democratic. That's part of the reason why we can't get shit done. Okay. Each, each one of them, if it passes the House, it's not going to pass the Senate. Passes the Senate, it's not going to go anywhere in the House. Right. Now, you sit there and say, that, oh, we're not crossing the aisle. You know what? GOP, the... the, the uh, It's like uh, a dysfunctional the, marriage. The Republicans, exactly. <laughs> it the is. The Republicans have come up with ideas for the budgets and, yeah. and tax cuts and raising taxes and, and, and compromise and stuff. But what happens is, is 
the Democrats, oh, no, we're not even going to entertain that. So you sit there and say that we veto everything and we stop everything and it's Republicans. Well, we've come up with ideas and it's, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. Oh, no, no, we can't do that. So it's both ways. It There's both ideas ways. that we've come up with and Democrats are like, oh, hell no, we ain't going to do that. Because well, I, there's not I enough disagree. taxes. There's not enough tax increase I in disagree. there. I disagree. We got to tax the rich. We got to tax the rich even more. No, no, look I at totally our disagree about that. Governor Jerry Brown. Totally look disagree. At, look at, okay, that. you're a college man. I didn't go to college. Okay. But look at college. Okay. The Democrats had control of the House and Senate when they passed this moratorium on, uh, um, tuitions and stuff like that, that conveniently is up this year during an election year. And they were the ones who put that through. They were the ones who set the date on when it was going to expire. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can't let this expire and blah, blah, blah. The, 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 the uh, Republicans aren't going to let this uh, uh, expire, are they? And they're going to try and demonize the Republicans for not letting it expire. They're the ones who said it in the first place. They You're are right. the ones they who should, said it in the first place. They should place. have made it indefinite so they didn't have to rely exactly. upon a supportive legislature to pass college funding for middle class students. Well, here's the thing. you got you <laughs> That's got, so horrible of them. And, and the thing is... <laughs> what? I'm, what, no, what, what I'm saying what, is that now they're saying, they're saying, they're saying oh, it's going to increase. We can't let that happen, blah, 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 that's, that's uh, so on an election fucked. year. What they need to do is they need to revamp the whole system. I'm finally, I'm happy that there's people in the Cal State system, students, that are actually fighting against what really needs to be fought about, not increase the taxes on the wealthy, the 1% and stuff like that. No, let's start with what the issue is. The issue is we're paying 300 some odd thousand dollars to a university president, Okay, okay. Administration. A- yeah. Administration and stuff like that. That is a huge problem. And then we're also going to give them a eight bedroom house, uh, you know, on three acres and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but nothing happens. Nothing happens. Eight years ago, uh, somebody firebombed the chancellor's living room. <laughs> But here's I'm, what, I'm, here's I'm what not I'm joking. A, a, a kid firebombed the chancellor's living room and nothing happened. Like they've gone. Like how much for? Like you have to sit in a watchtower with a rifle at that point. Like what do you want? What, what, what I'm getting at is is, is 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 you know we're all focused on oh we need to raise taxes. We need more more money, more money, more money, and all this other stuff. You know Governor Jerry Brown, uh, his tax increase to tax the millionaires it starts at two hundred fifty thousand. I don't know if you make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, you're not a millionaire. Maybe after four years. If you didn't spend yeah. a single dime, you'd have a million dollars. But who doesn't spend a single dime in a year? Okay. Um, the thing is, is all his increase in taxes is supposed to go to the schools. It's not going to go to any school. It's going to go to pensions and all that other stupid and teachers shit. fund. Okay, it, exactly. The retirement fund. And the thing is, 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 students are finally starting it's, to it's open their problem. eyes. I understand that. and realize the issue is the absorbent amount of money that we give to administrators and all this other bullshit, and not this. We need to tax the wealthy. We need, do you know that if you make forty seven thousand dollars in the state of California, you are in the highest tax bracket. And you pay more taxes and a percentage As than a 47, 47 other states yeah. in California. Yeah. The highest earners in those states don't even pay that percentage. No, in, not in California, the United States. You it, meant to say the United States. Yeah, 40 well, other states in the United States, yeah. their highest earners pay less percentage yeah. than if you make $47,000 in California. Now, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know that much about taxes, but from what I understand is uh, if you said the 45000 was a cutoff? 47. 47? 47? You okay. hit 47000 you you are being taxed at the highest rate in California. So from what I understand, anything under 47000 is taxed under the lower tax rate. Anything over 47 is taxed at the higher rate. It's not the full 47000 that gets taxed. It, yes. 
it that peaks. Rate. It peaks as a portion of your income. Yeah, if you make over forty-seven thousand dollars in a year, you are taxed at the highest tax bracket for the whole forty-seven thousand. Yeah. See, I, I thought it was forty-seven thousand minus is at the lower tax bracket. Forty-seven thousand plus is at the higher tax bracket. No, it, no, getting, it, it's at a portion of your. You see, you, you, people get confused about the math. In in other words, like if you're at forty-six k, right? You you're Paying as a portion of your income, let's make up a figure, 23%. But right. the moment you get to 47, you're paying for 24%. You get to 48, you're paying 23% again. Even though 23% of 48 is a larger portion than it would be if you were paying 46, you, you, perhaps the monetary amount that you're paying compared if you is, is more. But pr- as a portion of your income, it's a greater percentage. Does that make sense? So say for instance you're you're like in the 120k bracket. Right. You're still paying more than the people that are over at like the 47k, but you're paying as a percentage of your income, let's say 20% of your income. Okay. You, you understand See, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. 20% of 120 is a lot more than 27% of 47. But as a portion of that income, like say you're that person, it's more to you than it is to them. Okay, yeah, that yeah. doesn't make sense. Okay. Hold on a second. We're not going to get off this. Keep talking because I am looking something <laughs> up that's going to explain it in terms <laughs> that we understand. All right. Okay. Does it involve uh, pie? I love that. No, 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 <laughs> but it involves beer. Okay. And I love beer. Okay. Here's the greatest thing that I got it's sent a pie to me. Joke. I like it's, it's, it's basically, it's our tax. Uh, it says, read this to head up. Remember this. Okay. Explaining our United States taxing system with beer. Okay, I'm going to read this. Oh, this is real. Yes, this is okay. real. Okay, <laughs> suppose that every day 10 men go out for a beer and the bill for all that uh, all 10 comes to $100. If they paid their bill the way we pay our taxes, it would go something like this, okay? All right. The first four men, the poorest, would pay nothing, okay? okay. The fifth person would pay $1.00. The sixth would pay $3, seventh would pay $7, the eighth person would pay $12, the ninth person would pay $18, and the richest person would pay $59 of that $100 tab. Okay? Now, so that's what they decided to do. So all these men go in there, and they decide to to split it up like this. The richest pays. Okay. Now, the 10 men drink in the bar every day, uh, seem to be quite happy with their arrangement until one day the owner threw them a curveball. Uh, since you guys are such good customers, the owner says, he's like, I'm going to reduce the cost of your daily beer by 20 bucks. Drinks for the 10 now cost $80 instead of $100. All right. Sounds good. So the group still, still wanted to pay their bill the way they continued paying their bill, like their taxes. So the first four men were unaffected because they paid nothing, Right. right? They were the poorest. They're unaffected. They would still drink for free. But what about the other six men that, uh, the other six men, the paying customers? How could they divide $20, $20 windfall so that everyone would get his fair share? Well, there's a problem with this no, no, analogy. No, 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 listen to it all. Okay. They, they realize that $20 divided by six people is $3.33. But if they subtract that from everybody's share, then the fifth man and the sixth man would each end up being paid to drink. Okay. So the bar owner suggests that it would be fair to reduce each man's bill by roughly the same amount, and he proceeded to work out the amounts each should pay. Okay. Okay. So now the fifth man, like the first four, the poorest, now paid nothing. 
Okay. okay? Uh, the sixth man paid $2 instead of $3. He saved 33%. Okay. The, the seventh man paid $5 instead of $7. He saved 28%. The eighth man paid 9 instead of 12 He saved 25%. The ninth paid 14 instead of 18 He saved 22%. The tenth man, instead of paying 59 he pays 49 now, and he saves 16%. Huh. Okay. Now, there's a problem with his analogy, though. The, the, the richest guy, the guy paying the most, consumes 99% of the beer. <laughs> really? Yes. The the wealth in this country, the people that make the wealth, the one top 1% make 99% of the fucking money. That okay. analogy fails they, to recognize they make that. 99% of the money. Okay, let's see, let's see here. Uh, yes, they drink 90 you you drink like a like I get a Febreze and I Febreze you with beer. That guy gets like drunk falling over. <laughs> like that's what happens in this analogy. And then somehow you you as a as a responsible any drunken responsible friend who goes out with some asshole who gets drunk and drinks all the fucking beer, you don't make him pay for it. You say it's unfair that we wait, we all got Febrezed. <laughs> and at the lower level over here, this guy at the eighth position, he took a whole shot. I think that it's unfair to make that guy that drank all the beer pay for all the beer, okay, especially so while you're he's saying drunk. you're but, saying it doesn't pay to be successful in the United States. It does pay to be successful. Really? Yeah. Hell okay. yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. When I got when I got because, no, walked no, up to I got walked up this. to in the let's, gas station to sign this Governor Jerry Brown's tax bill. Yeah. And the guy straight up told me he's like, "Do you make two hundred fifty thousand a year?" I said, "No." He's like, "Well, then it's not going to affect you." So yeah. why am I going to sit there and say, "Oh, well, fucking then let's just tax everybody else more." It's not affecting me. Well, because as a portion of your income, that's what we're really f- focusing on. We we're talking about wealth disparity. Okay. You talked about like people that make $47,000 a year and how as a portion of their income, they get taxed more than anybody that there is. Okay. Why is that? What the fuck? How come they're getting the stiff end? Of, like, like what, what's up with that? That's right? the state of California. They're they're not making our tax system that sucks. We're one of the highest tax states. Yeah, but it's in not a California problem. It, it's a middle class problem versus a, a like a huge upper class problem. Okay, the top one percent, top ten percent, whatever. They're making ninety percent of the wealth, and yeah, they granted they share like thirty three percent or forty percent of the tax burden. But if they're making nine, if they're extracting, have you have you looked at the tax burden? The top one percent in California pay eighty percent of the revenue. In California, yeah, but they're still taking ninety nine percent of you know the what wealth happens? out of it. Okay, let's let's raise the taxes on the wealthy. See how fast they move out of the state of California. They'll see where our revenues go. That would rarely ever happen. No, it is happening right no, now. The no. problem is, is you no. got corporations that have over fifty employees paying their taxes and stuff like that. Now we're going to bump the taxes on them. They're going to move out of the state of California. But here's the thing that they don't say. Oh yeah, we're increasing in companies and stuff like that. But that's because there's entrepreneurs out there that are starting companies and they have yeah. one employee, which is themselves. Yeah, and they're a corporation. So yeah, we're increasing in the number of companies we have in the state of California. But we're not increasing in revenues because they're not getting taxed the same way because they got one person on the payroll that's themselves. No, what you're talking about is the laugher curve, okay? And this was a thing that happened out at the 80s, right? I'm gonna and, laugher at this curve. Yeah, yeah. The, well, that's what the whole joke was. The the, the Republicans and GOP actually brought it up as a argument against taxes, and, and they said that. If you chart on a graph, there's a curve basically that is tax like uh, the optimal amount of taxes. 
And at a certain point, you tax people so much that it disincentivizes their work. In other words, they, their, their hard work, they feel there's no point in working hard anymore because uh, such a large portion of that work is going towards taxes that it disincentivizes that. In other words, it, it kind of takes the, the will out of them because they go, well, what's the point of working anymore because I'm getting taxed so goddamn much? And we're getting taxed right? so goddamn much because we've got... Oh, we've really? Got we are. We are. England we, has a 50% tax got, rate. We're not in England. Other, we're other in areas in the we're world... We're not in England. We're in America. We so are in America. The but the there's thing. other countries that are socialist where th- is, and look it's what's completely happening to them. Look what's happening to Greece, dude. Come on. That's really? an EU we're debacle. End up, California's going to end that's, up in Greece. That's an EU Because of all thing. the damn entitlements that's an EU that thing. is happening. I am a middle class, lower middle class. I have no entitlement. I pay my taxes, and I don't expect... I can't get nothing from the government. That's an Because EU I thing. make too much money because I'm taxed at the higher amount. I don't make $250,000 a year, but I'm over the $47,000. All I hear, all I hear is you complaining about your own problem, though. No, what if, I'm If you would raise about, the taxes on the rich, then you have what more I'm social complaining goods. about is the way that the legislature pays everybody way too much money. Wait, so what's, and the, what's all the solution? These entitlements and what's stuff a, what, like hold that. on, what's the solution? They need to guys? start doing exactly what the students are doing, fighting back to try and get them to renovate all this bullshit and all this extra spending and stupid stuff, trying to get this damn high speed rail jammed down our throat and 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 solidify and solid up all this freaking revenue that See, we can't even afford. But, but that's, and that's then we're the gonna problem, pay we're gonna though. pay a president at the Cal State. And you know it's it's still cheaper to go to a Cal State in California than it is to pay in state tuition at most other states. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but but, but the, the, so the, point- th- the the thing is, is we have we don't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. You and do. the governor is well, just going to continue that. doing that. So we don't need to raise taxes. We need to revamp the whole system, and we need to fix it. I, you're you're not going to find an argument about whether so, or not we need to renovate things. But the problem is, is that the whenever problem you is, hear is the Democrats no, keep sitting there saying we need no, more taxes, not. we need more no, money, we not. need more the, taxes. The problem is, is whenever you hear arguments on the right about how to renovate things, they don't say let's renovate. They just say let's cut. We're going to kill the program. We're, we need to get rid of the EPA. So we, we should, need to get rid do, of the Department of Education. We should do what Antonio Villarigosa did, and let's get rid of 203, uh, 203 jobs in the county or the state of or the this the city of L.A. When you have 33,000 employees, 203 employees, and half of those are just we're just not going to fill the seats. These are people retiring and stuff. That's a cut to a Democrat. When a cut to a Republican is actually cut it. Cut cut it down a little bit, but well, no, we're going to get yes, furloughs. Exactly, but that's we're going to get furloughs. See, to you understand workers. how you, you just transition? Off. You just transition between renovate and cut. Those are two different uh, concepts. When you renovate, you said something, you need to you renovate three, and you you go through and you get rid of stuff. No, you renovate. restructure. You Re- restructure. Renovate to me means restructure. You okay. need to restructure the way the system you works. You need to restructure how, you how need wealth restructure is distributed. The union contracts that are just killing the state because of all these public union contracts. Yeah, but and that stuff doesn't like mean that. firing teachers in droves. What it does was it does mean teachers aren't the problems. The problems are the administrators. Okay, well, I feel it, sorry for the teachers. Does it mean firing administrators? Dist- d- no, eliminating mi- no, administrators. No, it, it means pay them a freaking decent wage for the job they do, not this absorbent in amount. The problem is, is the teachers are going to catch along just like the students and realize that it's not, it's not the fact that they're not getting taken care of. I'm sure they're for the kids; they want the kids, but. The teachers are the highest paid teachers uh, in LAUSD across the nation. They're the highest paid teachers, and we have the worst graduation rate. Yeah, that's fine. Why I, is I'm that? Not, I'm not going to argue Why with that. Why is that? 
fucking because urban we problems. have an illegal immigration problem. I don't think so. Oh, all right. That's well, bullshit. Let's, we'll save that. We'll save the immigration leap. for another show. That's, that's a, a whole leap. different story altogether. That's not a huge leap. That's yep. such a huge leap. Well, okay. The, the, how, the way, how do you connect those I two? Stepped. At all I stepped. I stepped. I didn't leap. I stepped. That's a leap, dude. Okay. Yeah, we'll do immigration on the, on the next show because that is a whole other thing that we want to get into. But as, as far as solving the, the the tax problems, as the as the center on the show, I, I would I would like to have cuts and renovation at the same time, where the, we reduce spending and we also raise Which taxes. Which we tried a bit. to do in the federal government, you know, with the, but it's never going to happen because because everyone's so set in their ways exactly. on both sides in, in this case, where Republicans don't exactly, want to raise but taxes. But I'm just refuting the fact that he says we're not coming to the table and, and coming up with ideas. Well, no one's coming to the table. Really, everyone no. comes to the table with their own. It's all token. And, and nothing really happened. It's all token effort, man. We, we came up with ideas to raise taxes and cuts as well, but it's we don't want to hear that because effort. all we want is raise you know, taxes. You know what the Republicans did? Not they cuts. proposed a budget that they would have proposed if they had controlled the presidency and the Congress and could have gotten passed. And that's it. And they didn't. They didn't propose a budget that could have gotten are doing realistically the same thing. passed. Democrats no. are doing the same thing. That's why they can't get it done. They did get it done. They passed a budget. Well, as far, as far as I know, the, the the budget that was passed in California is uh, is is dependent a lot on the raised on taxes. money that's not there. On, on Guess the, what? Ta- if I would money spent, that's supposed to come in later on, on based on, on raised taxes, on revenue that's supposed to come in, it's like, hey, let me go spend my paycheck, but I haven't got it yet. Yeah. So I mean, and and like this this is a problem on both sides for sure because, like I said, this is a problem that it's. Not just in California, it's, it's, it's entire United States, where the Republicans are, are they, they're digging their heels in, Democrats are digging their heels in, and nothing is but, happening. But here, let me, let me address a different issue. I don't think that we're ever really going to disinf- uh, disincentivize corporations from coming to America. I mean, not to come to America, but coming to California. Because if you take California as an independent economy globally, we have the ninth largest economy in the world as a state. Okay? Why are we doing so bad then? Huh? Why are we doing so bad? Because this federal government takes so much of our money. That we don't get as much back. That's okay, bullshit. we would have had universal health care in California twelve years ago if we didn't actually give so much money to the federal government. Now, we actually produce so much revenue for the United States, and and just we're just a huge market for everything. If you think about California as a country, we have more agriculture. We have the movie industry. We have the porn industry. We have uh, the largest uh, port on the the West Coast. Is that okay. still about porn? Huh? Okay, no. No, 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 no. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. We have wine. We have the best hops. We have California IPA now. We, we have tons. Yeah. We have the cattle industry. We have... We produce more oranges than Florida does. That's okay? racist. It's <laughs> porn industry is being restricted. Immigration by for next now. time. Immigration for next time, Rex. But but you get what I'm saying though <laughs> is that we have so many centers of economic activity in California. I don't think we're ever going to disincentivize it with taxes to the point where they're going to move because we're smart enough not to. We will raise taxes, but those taxes are are minuscule compared to the amount of revenue that's produced by those industries. All right. I think that's a... Might as well wrap it up here. Good place as any. This has been LCR. Uh, send us emails with your thoughts. If you want any topics discussed, let us know. Any thoughts on our topics, whether you're, uh, you hate Cowboy, you hate Rex, or... What you new names hate... for my penis? Right. We need more Tracy Morgan penis names, I guess. <laughs> but uh, send us emails, ratpackpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Uh, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Rex. I'm Cowboy.